Welcome to Jargon Boys, the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. I am your host, Riggs, alongside with my additional host, Matt. Hello, everyone. Hello, indeed. I think we nailed down that it was supposed to be additional host instead of co-host. That has a certain allure to it that co-host doesn't. Yeah, co-host kind of makes it more of a... It's kind of like a subordinate term. Mm-hmm. Where additional host makes it sound like we're on the same playing field. Same level, you know. Which you are a subordinate, as the the paperwork of this show dictates. We had a, a team of lawyers draw it up, and that's just what we came to. But, mm. you know, just for everybody else out there, you know. It's like, yeah, he's the additional host. Just be... Be I would love to be a fly on the wall of that meeting where it's like well, you know what we don't even need to we don't even need to really pay him or do <laughs> he, anything he doesn't even need to be here for this <laughs> he's he's not even gonna figure it out look at him <laughs> look at him look at his clothes <laughs> figure anything out he's not gonna realize he's not getting checks for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the checks are coming too by the way I know you keep asking me they are coming um. But anyway, this is this is Jargon Boys. This is our second episode that you'll be hearing. If you heard our first one, which was a banger, um, this is just just you know we talk about anything. We're just you know two two old friends just getting together and just shooting the shit and talking about what we kind of things we kind of know about or we think we can talk about for about thirty minutes. That's about <laughs> the the basis of this, and really anything it could be anything. Last week was, you know, a very popular episode. People are just going nuts over it. It was sweatpants. A huge hit. Huge hit. You learned a lot. I did. I learned uh, mostly from your berating that I was living <laughs> wrong. I was living the wrong way and just relaxing in jeans the whole time. Yeah. What a- Which I still do occasionally. <laughs> I'm still, like, towing my way into the sweatpants pond. I'm not just, you know, cannonballing right in there. You got your little toes in the sweatpants pool, you might say, as you just did say, right? Exactly. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. My, I'm dipping my toe, like my big toe, into the pond. And I'm thinking, ooh, that's a little cold, you know. But equate that in sweatpants terms, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Keeping the sweatpants in the freezer, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was a very, very popular episode. This one's a little different. We're taking a more of a... More, more of a nighttime turn, an adult turn to this episode because we're discussing something that you do have to be an adult to do legally. You can do it illegally, but we don't, on the Jargon Boys, we don't condone any kind of illegal activity. Um, you know, we will, Matt will for sure place a citizen's arrest under you. Oh, absolutely. I patrol every night around my neighborhood. I get beat up a lot, but I mean, <laughs> they know I'm there. They know you're there. I'm they, distracting them. If they're beating me, they're not committing crimes. That's for sure. That's true. Well, the one crime of you know <laughs> assault. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess they. <laughs> damn it! But you're taking that bullet, which is very. It's very brave of you to do that. Just getting your ass kicked night after night, patrolling around your suburban division. Where like the bit, the the the, the you know what you, you stopping some some kids from smoking weed. I guess is what you. Yeah. Not not even anymore. It's legal in this state. Yeah, honestly, it's mostly just kind of harassing kids and trying to make myself feel like a bigger man. Um, mm. You know, they might be, they might have a skateboard, or they're hanging, you know, slingshot one pocket. Foot, exactly, one foot on the bent, on the white picket fence or something, and I'm just, I'm just going up to them and I'm getting right in their face. 
Yeah. And hassling yeah. them a little bit. I know about sweatpants. <laughs> no, they're obviously all listeners. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You're, the person you are lamenting is actually your hero. <laughs> I am a jargon boy. <laughs> but today we're talking something we a lot of us do a lot of us have done and it is gambling old sweet gambling sweet mama gambling a lot of different ways to gamble um you know going to a casino is what comes to mind for me immediately but you can do you can go you can go to the the track if you will the horse track yeah, I, I still have zero idea. I have friends who are big horse track, or well, they bet on horses, but now it's all such online thing that they just. But they tell me about it, and I'm just like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I got a parlay on the box trifecta in the fifth. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, there's mm-hmm. so much terminology there that I do not understand. It's a, it's an intimidating thing to get into because the the gambling folks sometimes just like are, get a very frustrated very mm-hmm. easily. You're like so. So what do I do? They're like, just do this. And you don't learn anything, you know? <laughs> That's the problem with it. That I mean, and I, told, I said, I'm going to a casino is what, when I hear the word gambling, I imagine myself in a casino. And you know, it is intimidating. Like, the, I, I love the atmosphere of being in there, all, like, the lights and, you know, everything. It's very exciting and fun. And it's as close as I'll get to being in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> so I like that as well. That's always a good thing. I always judge merit on how close it is gets me to being in Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven proximity, yeah, that's it's a big, big factor. And I'm like, you know, I go to a a sports book and like placing a bet there, or just placing a bet on my phone on DraftKings. I'm like, this is not like Ocean's Eleven. What am <laughs> yeah, I doing? Well, I'm at the DMV. I'm like, this is the furthest away from Ocean's Eleven I can possibly be. <laughs> <laughs> the DMV would be it. Yeah, that, that's up there. Ocean's Eleven proximity, but yes, um, yeah. So it's fun. It's fun to be in there, but it's also pretty intimidating. Like if you go to play a table game or anything like that. If you're playing, you know, I like to play either Texas Hold'em or blackjack. But you know, that's an easy entry point for a lot of new gamblers. Is blackjack? Most people mm-hmm. know how to play it. Same with Texas Hold'em. Um, but it's it is like you go there and I feel like, you know, we've been in this situation before where we're seen as, you know, marks right away. We're sitting down. <laughs> yeah, you feel like you're being marked, like conned, or like <laughs> a waitress comes up to you and you're just like, nope, you're not taking my money today. <laughs> Freaking out on everybody. Just yeah. out of, you know, sheer panic. Yeah, just like really uneasy and on edge the entire time. It can be everybody can see it and sense it. And then, you know, you're 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 just a chum. In the in the in the water of the sharks, yeah, but, it's 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 definitely intimidating. It's like if especially if you know only the bare bones of the game too, like Texas Hold'em. I know pretty well because we I played it, you know, before. So I'm just pretty well by aware of the rules more mm-hmm. than any other game. As 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 opposed to like blackjack, I know twenty one is the object of the game. <laughs> that's about it. Like bet on this, and you're competing against the dealer, and that's you know when it comes down to like table play, and you run into people who are like, oh no, you should have split that, and we would have been you know right. everybody would have won. You're like, oh, 
I thought I was trying to win. You know, I know. like I thought I was the one who wanted to win, not you. That's what makes it so intimidating is the blackjack tables, especially because you are playing against the dealer and you're you're like could screw other people over depending on how you play and that's why the old timers the seasoned gamblers at the table i never feel like they will they won't mince words with you they'll tell you exactly how they feel about what you just did they're not a shy bunch no not at all not in their natural element at least maybe they could be outside of uh outside of the casino you know outside of their comfort level but Man. And then there's areas where you put your chips down, like obviously roulette. I know the bear again of another bare bones understanding of that game. Like you can, if you pick the right color or the right number, mm-hmm. or you know, you can win. Your odds go up, but there's so much happening, and they're collecting chips so quickly that I <laughs> I, I lose a bunch of money on it, and I have no idea how that happened. I'm like, wait. Where'd all my money go? And <laughs> yeah, so just yeah. taking away with that long raking stick of theirs. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is happening right now? Yeah, craps is a very confusing one. That's for yeah, it's just so there's so much going on. It's so fast, so intense. But I want to take a step back real quick, Matt. What is your what is what is your earliest experience, or what do you think of when you hear the word gambling? What is your ideal way to gamble? Um. Or I guess like what is yeah like what what is, what is your what has been your life experience with gambling? Um, so I mean it's very minimal as you can tell. I don't know much. I mean when I think of gambling, I guess I get the same image in my head as you do of like a casino, bright lights, uh, a wily oil baron from Texas mm-hmm. rolling you know sevens at the table. Ocean's Eleven for sure. For that, sure, yeah. That always that came into the that got cemented in there when I saw those movies. So looking for that dang vault. <laughs> Where's the uh, Bellagio? I'm like in Harris and Joliet. <laughs> I bought a three thousand dollar suit for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. Um, but I play. I mean, I've played Texas Hold'em a lot. So that kind of comes into that kind of comes into mind whenever gambling comes up. I'm like, ooh, I hope we play Texas Hold'em because I know how to play that game. <laughs> yeah, it's an easy, that's um, a it's a good entry point for for gamblers is Texas Hold'em, and I think that is our experiences. I mean, being friends for over two decades, I'll do this, but we have similar experience with uh, early on gambling as Texas Hold'em was also how I uh, I kind of got into it. I didn't believe we played a lot with our you know, group of friends back in the day in like the early college days, they would always have those Texas Hold'em tournaments and there'd be like 15 people mm-hmm. and yeah. like a $20 entry and you could win, you know, first place. I mean, they would split it up like, you know, third place to get their money back. So blah, blah, blah. But you could still walk away with a couple hundred bucks. It was as, it was big for you back then. Too, oh, like for sure. Previous for to, you know, being elder. Uh, a couple hundred bucks could go you go you a long way, so it's definitely a source of income for some people, some of our friends who are better at it than than moi. I was oh, for- I was merely donating to the cause. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was in twenty bucks meant a lot more too back then. So mm-hmm. in the uh, in the early twenty, not saying I would if I, if I want a couple hundred bucks now, anytime really, I would be ecstatic. But yeah, as a really loss, I'm talking as if I'm so wealthy. <laughs> and a couple yeah, right. hundred dollars, I'd be like, oh. yeah, sweet. Yeah, no, it would be awesome. Yeah, I would love that. And uh, <laughs> but still, when you're in your young twenties, I just it seems like a 
to like a, a bounty that you can just i would just oh my god i can spend, buy so much weed with this, this is great <laughs> i'm gonna get so high <laughs> and then as 21 hit you're like let's go to the bar mm-hmm. Did you ever play, um, so Hold'em, Blackjack, you're familiar with. Did you ever go into a casino and play, um, have you ever played craps, have you ever played roulette, or any of those other table games? I played roulette, so I basically, I bet, your surest bets are just red and black, from what I understand. And again, this is coming from an extreme novice. <laughs> uh, so your best bets are red and black. And so I say that as a disclaimer for anything that anybody else is listening is like, that's wrong. And I'm like, well, you know, you get what you pay for. Yeah. I'm not, you're not, you're not suggesting you're an expert. <laughs> not even close. Uh, but as I understand it, uh, red and black are your surest bets. You can win money on those, but they're the lowest odds because they're the most favored. You know, you, you either get red or black. You're not going to win any serious money just doing that. You got to make the the numbered bets. Right. So you bet on numbers, you bet on different things, odds and evens, different little wrinkles to the game. I I've done that before, lost money. Even that though I bet on the like red or black, you know, usually that's a pretty that's a 50-50 shot. You were making the safe bets and still And I still lost. Yeah, I said, yeah. But the, I'm like, but I want my money back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to not... Can I have a redo? Oh, yeah. Can we rewind that, please? Oh, God. So many... That's how it goes, too. And it's just like the, the roulette table, too, especially, because there is a lot of... It's it's similar to, to craps in a way where there's a lot of excitement, a lot going on. There's people, a bunch of people standing around there. It draws the biggest crowds yes. out of all the tables at the casino. And it is... Yeah, it, it's so fucking quick. Like, I'll just lay down... <laughs> hundred dollars and i am not a um big gambler by any means like i see people at these tables with like you know thousands and thousands of dollars in chips and i'm like fuck like i don't i can't you know there's no way i could ever do that i would like it would be a severe big it would be a big expenditure if i was to drop like a couple grand at a casino i just could never fathom doing that you know like 200 a couple hundred bucks like we mentioned before chump change to both of us Mm -hmm. Right, but, of course. <laughs> We're podcast all-stars. Oh, for sure. I mean, we got just so many sponsorship deals throw, blow it in here. It's just it's crazy. We have to talk about them. We don't do any of the ads because we're kind of playing hardball with them, but they're there. So From a position of no leverage, that's, <laughs> uh, that's that requires huge cojones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we say that to them. Um, what were we saying again? Oh, cause, oh yes, so tables. Um I played craps one time and it was a lot of fun, but it could also end really quickly and really badly. So I think I experienced both of them, uh, which is cool. Full spectrum of the game, but I don't know. Like that's another one too, where it just things are moving so quickly and they got that big rake that they take money away that you mentioned. Right. It's just like you're putting bets down and they're like, when do you go? And, Right, and that's not for the panic, the anxious, you know, because everyone is like looking at you, and you're surrounded by people, and I just think I don't even know how to interact with the dealer to make a bet, you know, like I don't right. even know how to start that process. Excuse like, me, sir, <laughs> I'd like to put these chips down, please. He's like, put them on the board, you know, <laughs> put them here, put them there, da, 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 da. and I'm like, just taps a sign that says "Do not talk to dealer." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just don't make me tap the sign again. <laughs> 
you've said before too, and I, I, I asked you this question, um, your history of gambling, and I was hoping you'd bring this up because you have said repeatedly to me throughout our lives that you're more interest, uh, you're you're less of a gambling guy and more of a bling for your gams guy, and then you do that a lot, and you lift up your pant leg, and you have all this like leg jewelry that I don't understand, like bling for your gams. Like, do you want to talk about that at all? Because you've been doing that for a while, and I feel like you're trying to start this trend that's just not, it's not panning out. Yeah, no, it's it, I'm more than well, more than willing to use this platform to talk about uh, blings for gams. Uh, I've been doing it for about a decade now. It hasn't <laughs> my social media sites and all those. You know, they're not really getting any followers. Nobody really likes leg jewelry, especially <laughs> where you wear pants all day. Uh, it's more popular in the summer, so it's definitely a seasonal thing. But I've come out with winter <laughs> apparel that's like little like icicles and stuff like that oh that's Um, fun yeah you know it's just like christmas theme some things you know we tried to do light up bulbs but they were really kind of electrocuting the models uh (laughs) i.e me (laughs) you are the model yeah you're yeah we should say that you are modeling all this and putting it through yeah when i refer to like we i really mean (laughs) me alone trying to figure this out especially with it's a dangerous game, that electricity game. It's a dangerous game. That's all. Oh, I have to... God, we're talking gambling here. That's we didn't even mention the most dangerous game, <laughs> electricity. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's just it was really just kind of like I was looking at my legs one day, kind of in a cross-legged position, similar to what I am right now, and I had shorts on. I'm like, man, I wish my legs had more bling on them. You know, right. like more style to them, like or it's any just... amount of bling. You know, because they're just bare-ass legs. Most people are walking around with just bare-ass legs. Just bare-ass. And, you I know? mean, when you can't just walk around bare-ass. I mean, of course, when you say that to people, they're like, I'm not bare-ass. And you're like, your legs are. Your legs are. Where's your Where's your, Where's your? your gambling? Where's... <laughs> yeah, where's <laughs> your like, gambling? <laughs> and you could almost say I missed an opportunity because cam kind of is like calf. And I went with GAM instead because I wanted to be like, at first it was, was working better with grandmas. So I was like, GAM, GAM, kind of GAM gambling. Oh, okay. They don't, don't want to gussy up their arms. A lot of confused grandmas when you first launched. I could, I do remember that. And I mean, while it's an open market to grandmas, it's not for them specifically. It is for anyone's legs. And mm-hmm. I'm wearing some too. And like the glue that comes with it is... I don't know if I'm if I'm I, I don't remember being allergic to glue, but it is it's tough. Like I don't know why you need the hot glue gun. Like you have to do it onto your bare skin. It just mm-hmm. I think that might be the problem. You need to look into some cooling glue. Yeah, and we haven't really had much uh, overview or like kind of scientific research. We really kind of picked up on this deal from the hot glue. It's uh, North Korean military grade, and um, yeah, I don't know what's exactly in it. We didn't really have a budget for testing. We just kind of threw it in a box and said, like... Got such a sweet deal on that glue. Yeah, I, I kind of was looking at it, and I'm like, <laughs> I was going to do all the gluing myself beforehand. It would come pre-assembled, but I had 10,000 boxes <laughs> to put together, and I just started throwing a glue gun in there, and I was like, do it yourself. I mean, Ikea does it all the time. You were up to your ears in it. 
I'm like, I'm doing these one by one. I'm like <laughs> an elf or something, like yeah. making toys for Santa one by one. Well, he's making, the elves are making, I guess they're making it for Santa, but they're really for the children, but they're under the, 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 um, tutelage of Santa, I guess. The supervision, maybe? Mm, yes. Okay. Supervision is, I guess he's not teaching them anything. I don't know. Who knows what goes up on there, but, um, I don't know. Do you, do you ever play black? Do you ever play blackjack or anything? <laughs> uh, yes, I have played blackjack. Um, again, I always am intimidated. I try to find the table where there's like l- little to no people, and it's just me and the dealer because they're a little <laughs> more understanding. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll just look at them like they'll be like, "You win," and I'm like, "Oh, cool, nice, great." I played. So, virtual blackjack for the first time recently and a lot of fun a lot less intimidating because Mm. you're just going against the computer but then it's like same problem i have with we haven't even touched on this on slot machines Mm. and i know we're only really talking about casinos maybe this episode should have been called casinos but it is called gambling we're not changing it now i've already said it (laughs) um but oh it just like feels like you're just throwing your money away it's crazy yeah, I mean those things. I see no, um, no. I played them before because they're all over the place now. I mean, before it was really only located casinos, but these video pokers and video oh, slots and stuff are all over the place now. And it's like they're really I having try. a moment. Yeah, I don't see the allure myself. It's just like sitting there and pressing a button over but, and over again. When there's so much shit going on, it's like nine or like three different rows, like just right. So many different possibilities to win. I can't keep, I can't keep fucking track of it. Like if I lose, like same deal at the roulette or the any other tables where I'm like, oh okay, I guess I lost. I can't really <laughs> like make my, I, I can't see it in time. So it's, <laughs> not stopping this to right. try to like be like, wait, hold on. Oh, okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> there was three tigers here, but they're not in a row, I guess. And then there's three <laughs> diamonds with sevens in front of them. I don't yeah. know what this is. Yeah, they're. So, uh, it's like, where's the cipher at? Where's the where's the key? Is there like a key somewhere around here? Which what what means what? A crypt text. Maybe. Exactly. Yeah. Like, a, am, am I Da Vinci Code right now? Is that what I am? <laughs> Are you the, fucking Da Vinci Code right now? <laughs> Do I look like Tom Hanks to you? Robert Langdon. Right. You know what? It's always I. Um, I also think a lot of I do a lot of sports betting too, so that's kind of oh. a form of gambling. Are you into the NFT scene or the no. the top shot scene or whatever? No, it is? I've, I'm aware of that, and I just feel like I don't know. I mean, it could. I feel like the bottom's gonna fall out of that for some reason. People are just like buying, as I understand it, digital moments of mm-hmm. NBA like history. It could be just a regular season game, but it's like LeBron James, for example. And then they're buying it for thousands of dollars, but they're not like able to cash out. And who ends up like actually wanting these things? Like it just seems like people are just buying them to resell them to buy it to resell. It kind of seems like a weird setup. To yeah, me. it's strange. It's I think because it's digital. I don't know. It might be here to stay. Maybe I have no idea. I don't really know much about it. But what it seems to me is just digital trading cards, basically. Yeah, like, basically. And I can see that sticking around. It's it, it is. I don't understand it. And people were talking about NFTs 
for weeks i felt mm-hmm. like and i'm like i don't know what this is like i am I'm too embarrassed to ask <laughs> and i don't want to really like now it's just like if you wanted to know something like before the internet you'd actually have to like go some like to a library or so right. or ask someone mm-hmm. now like me closing one app of my phone and opening up google to type something in is about the same experience and right. like going some like having to leave my house and go to a library <laughs> 20 years ago it's about the same amount of effort i feel yeah now, no, totally. to that term. yeah so, totally i'm not gonna do that you know yeah. just it's not gonna it's, happen. it's unreasonable for us to. why don't you ask us to roll a roll a mountain up a, or a stone up the mountain mm, you know roll what? a mountain up yeah roll a mountain up and then roll it up another mountain roll a mountain up a mountain yeah that exactly. seems like an impossible task Exactly. You can't roll. Mountains don't roll, first of all. Then you can if you smooth the edges out a little bit. So you'll, your first roll is going to be just like if it's on a triangle, mm-hmm. it will go to one side. But as you roll it more and more, more will break off and it will kind of form into a ball after, you know, a couple thousand kilometers, I guess. Look at you. Those geology lessons are really paying <laughs> off. I'm impressed. <laughs> It's it's true science, and again, <laughs> I disclaim this with uh, all with I have no idea what I'm talking about, but I think it's true, and I believe it's been done several times. Yes, and that's all you need. I believe it, therefore it is true. Perception is reality. I've been saying that for uh, days, really. <laughs> in this Twitter sphere that we live in, that's almost like millennia. Mm-hmm. If you've been watching something for days. So we should get to our final thoughts on on gambling. Um, I know we really seem like we we talked a lot about it, and we were kind of just mainly our experiences with casinos and whatnot. But I mean, I think we're in the same realm where we're not big gamblers, but we do enjoy it. We do enjoy. I mean, I I'll speak for myself. I'm sorry, I won't speak for you. I'll give I'll give you time. Okay. Um, but I, I enjoy it. I, it's always a thrill. It's always a rush. It's always one of those things where I have to exhibit crazy control because I know that I'm the type of person that if I had like you know f- extra f- and I'm like not whenever I go gambling, I'm not using all of my money, but I'll use like two hundred dollars or something, or a couple hundred bucks to gamble over the course of a, a casino weekend or something. And then if I lose it, fine, it's not the end of the world. If I win anything, great. If I break even, that is the, you know, that's that's what I'm leaving happy with. If I just kind of break even, that's fine to me. I obviously want to win, but not losing is almost just as good a lot of the times if you're spending multiple days there. Um, but I, I have to I have to exhibit a lot of control because I feel like it could be one of those things where it's so addicting and it's so easy to lay down the money. Like a hundred bucks at a table take, takes you to m- maybe five minutes of gameplay. So I have to like I have to really reel it in a lot of the times. Otherwise, I could be one of those guys sitting down there with you know five thousand dollars worth of chips and just head in the hands, just you know <laughs> rubbing the brow, trying to figure out if I'm gonna be able to make my payments on time. Because how, 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 how am I gonna break this to the wife? <laughs> She's gonna kill me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I overall I give gambling um, a, a B. I'd have to agree with you. I'd have to agree with you. I'm I'm pretty similar in my sentiment to gambling. Like again, I 
I'm not like a avid gambler. Again, mostly I do, you know, I don't go to casinos very often, but I come with a couple hundred bucks to spend. It is hard to stop, especially when you're like, it's kind of like digging your way out of a hole. And then you're like, I'll just bet my way out of the hole. And then you're like digging further down. So you're just digging yourself deeper into a hole. So digging your way out of a hole in gambling, losing all your money. Dude, <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, thanks, man. Going platinum. Good to continue, though. I had to say, I had to get that. Otherwise, my head would have exploded. I yeah, I could see it like kind of pulsating and kind of you know the veins were popping out on the forehead and such. So my nose um, is bleeding quite a bit. <laughs> I'm gonna lay down for a little bit. Um. So yeah, I go in. I go in pretty modest. I think. The expectation usually when I go in is losing all that money because yeah. again of my of my naivete in the situation and if I come out par for the course or even I would say that's that's a win for me and if I come out with extra money that's even a bigger win obviously so I usually stick to uh, the games I know it's. The games I know it's intimidating because they're always these like, like Texas Hold'em halls where you just sit down with a bunch of strangers and play Texas Hold'em, and that's like not not easy on the old nerves. You're like, oh god, I just won't bet at all. I'll just make. <laughs> is it no my way, turn? I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to be bluffing. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's me talking <laughs> to myself, <laughs> saying it out loud accidentally <laughs> <laughs> because I'm so panicky at that point. Um, but yeah, I think that it is a fun thing to do every once in a while. Obviously, there can be pitfalls to it, but you know, betting on uh, the Super Bowl or going to a casino for you know whatever occasion or going just on a weekend always a good time. Always a good time. So I give it like a B, B plus. B plus. Okay, that's a good score. I know it we're gets knocked the... down. It gets knocked down because you can lose money and it can be a um, you know pretty shitty experience if you lose a bunch of money because of you know your your risk or your gambling a the gamble if you will that Gam- you're taking succumbing to gambler <laughs> with his neon claws <laughs> it could really be an a plus or an f experience <laughs> yeah. on, and, and the money has a lot to do with it you know, <laughs> the swing <laughs> is gigantic <laughs> Huge, and I mean it is. I mean we haven't talked about this. This doesn't really have. This is more casino related, I, I guess. But you know, just like you know, drinking in a casino, it's just fun. It's just fun to be there. Like I could walk around a casino and honestly, like just hang around at tables and not oh, really yeah. have to gamble and have a pretty good time. Yeah, the people watching is is uh, numero uno for that. Like it's, it's very good people watching just to sit in a casino at a casino bar like in the middle of the floor or something with oh, some yeah. buddies or whatever and just you know watch the mm-hmm. the mini stories that are mm-hmm. happening all around you these like somebody's having a great day somebody's having a bad day somebody's just doing this as like you know habit whatever it may be there's there's thousands and thousands of stories at a casino that you can't miss out on Oh, totally. A lot of bad ones, but yes, you're yeah. absolutely right. It's it is fun to to do that. You kind of just hang out there, and you can play like the games at the bar too. Like they have the video poker, which I'm a big fan of. Um, but great, it's a it's always a fun experience, and that's my favorite way to gamble. We kind of touched on the sports betting a little bit, and um, you know, other stuff. You know, I think that's about those are the two big ones. Sports betting is legal now, so 
can you say fantasy like fantasy football baseball basketball whatever it may be is a, is i think i see it as a form of gambling as well totally i mean yeah it is a form of gambling it's a lot like it's a lot long obviously a longer you know gamble than your mobile yeah. you're still most leagues cost money so you are gambling that money but it's not as i think that's why it's maybe more it's more accessible fantasy sports mm-hmm. than uh you know going to a casino or playing blackjack to more people because it's you know most leagues i mean there's some crazy intense leagues out there that are like thousand dollars or more buy-in but you know the ones we play in are like 50 bucks 100 bucks a season right you know over the course of a year that's not really a big deal right. whereas a, you can drop a... i've lost a hundred dollars in about 30 seconds playing <laughs> blackjack so yeah they, they're the pros at it they know how to take your money they don't even they don't even promise to call later after they take your money right they don't even give you a goodbye kiss they're just like no breakfast in the morning (laughs) not even eggs cereal nothing nothing give me some cereal oatmeal god for christ's sake they've got an early morning (laughs) always (laughs) they've always always got a flight to catch oh god every time and i don't believe them a lot of the time too i've tailed them they're not going to no airport and i take them back every time like an idiot idiots We'll learn one of these days. Hopefully. Well, we should get to our final thing. And that is, you know, we like to just kind of, you know, we talk about this stuff. And last week we talked about sweatpants. We were wearing sweatpants, Mm -hmm. um, which was fun for everybody, especially the people that are listening, because you can just hear us wearing them. But today we like to, you know, dabble in what we're talking about. And today is no different. And every episode of the show, every time me and Matt meet up, we bring three things with us we bring our wits our smiles and forty five hundred dollars in cash (laughs) for exactly these kinds of purposes and what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be playing a little blackjack we're going to be trying this out matt i'm going to deal you some cards here and we are in the same room even though it may sound like we're virtual but we're not don't look into it yep absolutely don't and yeah, you just you got your forty five hundred dollars there. I can see that in the nice, um, small briefcase. It's like a, I don't know. It's like a, a like a miniature, like a toy briefcase, but like a bigger one, like something a, a child's briefcase is what it so looks like. Y- the origins of this briefcase are actually interesting. Just to go touch on it quickly, it was, you know the American Girl dolls. Well, they made American Boy dolls, mm. and you know how they make like almost life size versions of the American Girl dolls. Well, same thing for American Boy dolls. Now, American Boy dolls didn't really last very long, um, maybe a year. But they came out with Business Boy, and he had a small briefcase. And so, of course, where... they wouldn't have that for the girls. It would be like you know, housewife. <laughs> they, weren't as, they weren't as progressive when they <laughs> yeah. were making these. So no uh, no comment on that situation. Yeah, they, <laughs> Susie Homemaker. American girl trying to have it all, and that would be the business one. It just yeah. feels sexist fox. <laughs> Um, so that was the origin of the briefcase. I'm like, that's perfect for a single roll of four, exactly forty five hundred dollars. Like a yeah. little, it's like wrapped up like the the bills you would get at the bank. You know, exactly. Just place it in there in a certain like one of those circles. Oh man, that would be so cool to hold one of those. And you do a lot of the time. I usually just have a traveler's check for forty five hundred dollars. But the fact that you get that cash out of the bank each time is very, you know, respect. So yeah, it's tedious. 
So this is what we'll do. I'm going to be dealing to you. I have my $4,500 here. You have the opportunity to win it. We're going to play one hand. Okay. And we're going to see if you know. You mentioned that you don't really... We'll see if you learn a little bit about blackjack here. So please put your $4,500 in the center. There it is. Great. I'm counting it. And yes, wow, it is all there. It's very crisp crisp bills like these were just minted and i don't oh yeah i, I insist upon it that's why it's such a tedious task united starts of america i don't know if these are real but we'll <laughs> investigate that uh later um okay let's steal the cards here okay there's two for you underneath and i'll flip my card i have a a seven showing and I have a five showing. Okay. So would you like a hit? Or oh. do you want to stay where you're at? Well, I will hit. All right. Here it is. A king. So now you're at least at 15. And I saw the other card you had, and it was a nine. So that means... I win, right? You bust. You bust because you go over 20. And let me see what I have here. Oh, my God. I have a two, a seven and a two, a nine, and I win with that. Mm. As the dealer, that's crazy. So that I'll, I'll take that $4,500. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think I, I tripped up when I said that I had the five. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, I you should... didn't just say it. You had one. We're here and live in person. I saw it. I saw the five. You had a five and a nine. I gave you a king. That's 24. You bust. You lose $4,500, which is the minimum bet for this table. So, unfortunately, that's all we have time for. Unless you have another child's briefcase with more money in it, I think, you know, we'll. I'm walking away here with $4,500 of your money. <laughs> yeah, I really kind of entered into this table not knowing that it was a $4,500 buy-in. I mean, I keep the small briefcase, but I didn't know it was just one hand. I mean, Well, we bring it to up. every record. Before we started this podcast, we started this podcast about 10 years ago, and we said every record we bring these three things, our wits, our smiles, and $4,500 cash in a um, child-sized briefcase. (laughs) Yeah, no, I had that. I had had the the smile. I definitely had the wit. I think the listeners got that. And oh, they're I, cracking up. They're losing their shit. They're going nuts. And my smile is from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought I was playing like the Rain Man game where I look kind of, but I didn't. I was playing a long game, a long con in a short game. I think that's you didn't really expect what it. Happened. You didn't expect to lose that quickly, is what I'm hearing. Yes, which is surprising because um, we were just talking about how quickly we can lose yeah. at, at any game. And we were also trying to, like, you know, we were talking about how we enter with a couple hundred dollars to a casino and we're bringing, you just lost, like, a lot of money, $4,500. Like, that's, yeah. you know, for one hand. And I'm, like, this is not just fun. Like, this is, and you know it, too. You're not, like, asking for it back. You know that you lost this money because this that was a serious hand of cards. And I'm clicking on a bunch of stuff to buy right mm-hmm. now, like, stupid no, stuff yeah. I don't even need. Like, um... Um, like a, a pretty uh, bling in toilet brush, maybe some gamblings, blings for your gams. I could buy some gambling. I could buy some gambling now. I've been trying to update. 
Because like I said, I cannot get the one. Like you had me purchase like the some of the prototype stuff. Could not get that off my skin. I've been taking the hottest showers. And I just, <laughs> I cannot scrape it off. Um, it's yeah. real, real painful. So I'm hoping <laughs> to get some of the second or third gen stuff that you've been putting out. Because you've seen, I've seen the test and. It still seems painful taking it off, but it doesn't, it's like they're screaming a lot less than I do. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, the YouTube videos are pretty useful if you want to do that. Again, there is screaming there. Um, <laughs> if you're in the first gen, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna break the news to you right now. You're probably gonna need a high grade acid. Just kind of remove the layer of the skin that the gambling is a, is attached to. And then that should just kind of peel right off. Then you're going to want to cover it immediately because infection, bad. Bad. So let, me, let me tell you something. Infection, bad. Non-infection, good. We, yeah, and we like to end with like a little tip like that. So consider that where infections are bad. And we stand no, behind that here at the Jargon exactly. Boys. Exactly. I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna budge on that. I'm not open-minded about that. Infections are bad, and not being infected is good. Yes. And we will stand firm on that no matter what you and we I can hear the Reddit trolls right now coming after us. Like, well, what what about this infection? Like, no. No, we don't like infections here. And we're gonna we're gonna stand by that and we're gonna carry on into next week where we're gonna be talking about something even crazier than gambling or sweatpants. If you could believe it, we're not gonna tell you what it is. Because it's too crazy to just you just gotta like tune that. in to find out. You gotta tune in. You gotta tune in. You gotta subscribe. You gotta leave us a review and say something nice. Um, ask us any questions. Send us any topics you want us to discuss. Nothing is off the table. Uh, but Matt, before we get out of here, where can people find you on the interwebs? Uh, so my main source of social media is Twitter. I'm my handle is at Matt Crispace. Uh, that's C-R-I-S-P-E-S. It was nice. a blunder that kind of turned into, um, I don't know, what you, would you say, like... It was a, it was a, multi-year, spe- it was a multi-year spelling blunder. Yeah, like a, and I've been wearing it loud and proud for a long loud. time. <laughs> very loud and very proud, like too proud. It's like, yeah, we get it, dude. It's a... <laughs> It was a typo. I misspelled it. I get it. (laughs) Isn't that fucking crazy? (laughs) I'm such an idiot. Um, So that is my handle on Twitter. That is my main source of social media. So if you want to contact me or befriend me, that is where you can find me. Please be friends with Matt. He's very cool. I've known him for, like I said, over two decades. He doesn't tweet very much, but when he does, it's an absolute banger. So follow him. Follow me at Riggs815. Um, I, yes, I will be. This show will be coming out. I believe we decided on Mondays. Yeah, that and, was the consensus. So if you're hearing this, you're probably hearing it on a Monday. But just tune in every Monday to us. And like I said, like and subscribe us. I'll be, I also do a Twitch show um, every Wednesdays at 6, at 6 o'clock. Every Wednesdays. Every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. Happy <laughs> Hour with Riggs. Come in and tune uh, tune into that. Check that out. Follow me there. And then, yeah, Twitter is Riggs815. And, yeah, send us all your questions, please. You know, we're going to – it's going to be absolutely critical for us moving forward. (laughs) If we want (laughs) to succeed and have more, you know, fodder to talk about, we're going to need your help. We need it. (laughs) 
we can't stress enough how much we will love anybody that says really anything and it'll give us at least 10 minutes to eat up we we were talking about a of a made-up monster called gambler in this in this podcast about gambling a reference to another show (laughs) yes easter egg if anybody can find that out send us you know you know what show it's from yes you'll be pleasantly surprised but that'll do it go ahead uh, i was gonna i was gonna end the show but if you have something that you wanted to say oh no i was just saying then watch the episode but oh yes yes then please watch it um but that's gonna do it for this episode of jargon boys tune in to us next week until then this is Riggs. that's matt we'll see ya see ya